Crystal clear. I am the little devil in your ear. I have a great idea. Is that the devil on my shoulder trying to tell me something? Hey, it's crystal clear. What do you want, devil? You want to be our more Morgulons? <laughs> For your nemesis, a glitter galon bomb. Russian troll here, put some novichok on oh, it. Oh, 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 you'll suck his blood. Oh, oh, oh. That's sick. And I keep getting sicker. In my body, and what you hear is my spirit. I'm bringing out these voices from my head so you can see the morgulons in my skin. They're parasites. Rat, lung, worm. I honestly don't even claim to know what the relationship that a morgulon holds to me is, but I know that they like me a lot, especially the Chinese Get out of here. You know how many feet away the court says you have to be. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. So here's an interesting little tidbit that I ran into recently from some of our friends uh, in Mexico. Uh, Metallopharmaceuticals as possible treatment for an uncharacterized parasitosis by Maria del Refugio Gonzalez Ponce and A.T. Morales Vargas and Jose J, I don't know how to say J in Spanish. N, Segoviano Garfias. Segoviano Garfias. You guys, forgive, forgive, perdóname, perdóname. Mi español es uh, terrible. Um, but I know that you will understand and leave a message in your beautiful English or Spanish. I'll try to interpret it. Really, I will. There's something. Google Translate or something. Abstract. In the last 10 years, several parasitoses have emerged, particularly the Morgulans disease, which has emerged as a highly controversial disease. It's usually associated to a mental illness, and because of this, uh, has been defectively characterized, and there is a small evidence of whether or not the disease really exists. However, because of the increasing number of patients, in order to collect evidence and study possible treatments... 
This is a very bad translation, y'all. The present work is a proposal of a possible treatment that could be applied to a patient with the Morgulon's disease or with an aggressive infection of parasite or bacteria. Okay, <laughs> just kind of vague. Further studies should evaluate if this is a viable treatment. Yeah, we will. Don't worry, we will. Uh, metallopharmaceuticals, though, and I'd like to know a little bit. Let's just, put, I'm going to pull out a couple sentences here. Morgulon's disease is highly debatable. Psychiatrists consider that this condition is synonymous of delusional parasitosis or infestation. Delusional infestation, delusional parasitosis, or good old ECBOM. It's a psychiatric disorder characterized by the patient belief that they're infested with a skin parasite. And yada, yada, yada. The delusion is often sustained with tactile hallucinations. Nope. Tactile hallucinations. How do you know if what I feel, that's what tactile means, touch, tactile. How do you know if what I feel is real? You're no way qualified to define the reality of that. In fact, there's only one person. That's me. I know what my tactile sensory experience is. Okay? Uh, at the same time, I don't think this paper seems very scientific, but inhibition of agrobacterium, they say recently agrobacterium is considered the organism that could possibly be responsible for morgulons. We read it in the National Enquirer, and we thought, let's just throw this in our research paper. Is this a research paper? The International Journal of what? Sorry, guys. I'm just... A potential treatment for the Morgulon's disease. Let's get to the good stuff, even though you don't know what you're talking about any more than anyone else does. Hey, maybe there'll be a tidbit of wisdom. Uh, blah, 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 hematologic. Is that it? Wait, how am I in the references? What? Where were the recommendations? What? All right, let's just see what this says. Because agrobacterium is sensitive to heavy metals, several prescriptions with heavy metals can be evaluated in order to treat the infection. From 2500 BC, gold drugs have been used to treat, to treat different conditions. They're still sometimes used for lupus. Oranofen, oranofen, oranofen. Particularly oranofen was developed for the treatment of rheumatoid arthritis and psoriasis as a substitution for the injectable gold compounds arothiomalate and arothioglucose. Aronofen is prescribed in the form of oral administration. Presents remarkable potent anti-inflammatory effects in vitro. Some studies report that this could be an exceptional substitute for the traditional injectable gold compounds. Oranofen, y'all. Hmm. Research on oranofen has continued and new applications have been discovered. Uh, pauses the dual inhibition of inflammatory pathways in thiol redox enzymes and is a candidate to be used in cancer therapy. Several types of leukemia, carcinomas, parasitic, bacterial, and viral infections. Also, oranofen is about 10 times more potent against some parasites than metronidazole. Metronide, metronidazole. Uh, flagell, y'all. Oral aronofen markedly decreases the number of parasites and the detrimental host inflammatory response and hepatic damage. The aronofen represents a promising therapy for parasites. Interesting. Aronofen. Aronofen. Interesting. 
But I mean, there's no research to back it up. And isn't it funny? Because these drugs are really not used for anything but lupus. And they're suggesting it for morgulons. And I tend to think that, you know what? These, these, these amigos are onto something, y'all. I don't know. Aranofen. Let's, let's get it on. Goldfinger. Goldfinger. There's morgulons in my finger. In extreme cases, a more aggressive treatment can be considered. In the past century, the infection of an antibiotic-resistant bacteria as spirochetes of Treponoma pallidum, which caused syphilis, was treated using salvarsin or uh, 3-amino-4-hydroxyphenol arsenic. Arsenic has been used in medicine for more than 2,400 years for a variety of ailments, including ulcers, the plague, and malaria. In 1878, potassium arsenite was reported to have an anti-leukemic effect and was used for this purpose in the late 19th and early 20th centuries until it was replaced by basulfan in the 1950s. In the modern time, interest in arsenic as chemotherapy was rekindled after it was identified as an active ingredient in traditional medicines in China. Nowadays, arsenic compounds are not used as far as we know. The only one approved by the Federal Drug Administration is in the form of arsenic trioxide, trisinox, which is therapeutic doses of arsenic trioxide are well tolerated with no evidence of long-term toxicity. But what is it for, man? What is it for? Uh, so some infectious diseases have been difficult to characterize and still remain very controversial as the Lyme disease, which was elusive to be characterized until 1980. The Morgulon's disease could be one of these diseases because of the psychological beliefs that the patients with Morgulon's disease can experience are easily associated to psychological or psychiatric disorders and generates that these symptoms might be confused with other syndromes disregarding the unexplainable skin symptoms. This promotes an inaccurate characterization and a misdiagnosis. Nevertheless, keeping the mind open could help to characterize the real syndrome in a detailed way. Testing new treatments with old active ingredients for the Morgulon's disease could help to relieve the symptoms. In the history of the medicine, test antibiotic regimens in adult patients before the proper characterizations of the disease has always been present. Hopefully, in this proposal could be useful to the treatment of Morgulon's disease and other infectious disease. The authors wish to thank anyone except for who did this translation. You know, like, notable, the, their number one reference in this paper is the CDC study, which is interesting because I, I myself find myself going back to that study over and over again. Because it's, as much as I distrust it, I trust it more than the other ones at this point. And I obviously don't support the conclusions they draw, but some of the data that they gathered was interesting. And uh, some of this data here, although I don't understand upon what premise, like, it is presented, they're like, well, this uncharacterized, it's a parasite, it's a bacteria, we don't know, but try this. I mean, we met that guy, right? I mean, I... But there is something interesting. They bring up treatments that are like from the Old Testament and shit. I mean, I, you know, I give them some respect for just flat out being like, tenemos no idea. No idea. Yeah, I know. Like, you have no idea. You're just throwing shit out of a wall, like metals, gold, arsenic. Um, yeah, y'all just open that jaw and 
Go to your local gas station and put some premium unleaded down your throat. I mean, what is this? They're just throwing shit out there. That seems not super responsible to me. Like, whoever the Journal of International Bullshit Medicine is, I don't know what this source is. See, this is the problem with the information age. Most people are not able to distinguish or discriminate between reliable and unreliable. There is some ivory tower that we're supposed to trust. That's real science. Real science. We have goggles, microscopes, white coats, all of it. Federal grants and tweed pants and patches on our elbows. And salt and pepper beards. And tobacco smoking pipes. We have done the studies and... They don't even claim to do the studies, y'all. That's the problem. I'm not saying there's not problems with the ivory tower and the accepted scientific community. Oh, there are problems. For one thing, total lack of imagination or originality. Everybody's just spitting out shit they think will get published and have positive results. Like, the true scientific curiosity, the act of, like, bravery, vulnerability, creativity, originality, revelation, and eureka are so missing from modern science. Science, capital S. Medicine, capital M. Science and medicine just achieved a great feat of somehow not discovering that the coronavirus came out of a lab in Wuhan. Um, Yeah, can you believe this shit? Like, I'm sorry, I haven't brought it up in a while, but just wanted to put it back out there. China is up to something, all right? If there's a bookie in Vegas listening, call me, call me. I've got... Five on it. All right. I hope you have a great, wonderful, fabulous Tuesday. And I hope your Monday was a hell of a lot better than mine because this one didn't live up to its name. Greatest day of the week. No, it did not. But there's another Monday on its way next week. And then there's another episode of More Morgulons coming much sooner than that. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned.